0: We're
1: on. Season one, episode two.
0: <laughs> Hi.
1: Hi, welcome back. Hi.
0: Yeah, good, good to be back. Good yeah. to be back in the gym. Haven't left. <laughs> Do you since ever leave? is yeah, <laughs> the last one, we've just yeah. been here.
1: Sleeping under the desk. Cool. So, I reckon if we talk, start at the very beginning. So, let's just say I'm Joe Bloggs, right? And I walk in the doors of Marlin Coast CrossFit. I've been getting coffee every day for six months and then I go, you know what, I'm going to ask that Ashton fella,
0: what is CrossFit? Mm-hmm. I like it. So CrossFit is uh, many things. The, the, I guess the two broad categories that we have is it is the sport of fitness, which you might have seen on Netflix, the elite athletes uh, doing crazy things. Mm-hmm. It is also a general fitness program used by thousands, maybe millions of people all around the world uh, to stay healthy and stay in shape. Um, I'm going to give you a quick uh, to from from the old level one. From so bring out some stuff yeah. There, yeah. So we're going to actually do world class fitness in a hundred words. This is I a basic that. overview of CrossFit. Yeah. It is eat meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar. Keep intake levels to amounts that will support body fat. Pardon me, will support, no. <laughs> will support exercise, not no body, body fat. fat. Right. Uh, We're going to train the major lifts. So deadlift, clean, presses, squats, clean, jerk, and snatch. We want to practice and master the basics of gymnastics. So you pull-ups, dips, rope climbs, push-ups, sit-ups, press-to-handstands, pirouettes, flips, splits, and holds. We don't do all of those, uh, but we should. we should. Bike, run, swim, row, hard, and fast. we want to train five or six days per week and we want to mix up these these movements and elements in as many different combinations and patterns as creativity will allow keep workouts short and intense the last piece which I really like is regularly learn and play new sports
1: Mm.
0: so that's an that's an overview of what is uh, what is CrossFit Um, and Notice that, yeah, there's, there's different components of that. The first part that I actually started off with was nutrition. Mm. So... The base of the pyramid, eh? Exactly. Base of the pyramid. So when we look at CrossFit, like we said there, it's a fitness program, not an exercise program. And part of being fit is being healthy enough to handle the stress of the exercise yeah. um, and improve. And that actually starts with, in terms of health, starts with nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. So, Yeah. Um, I mean, we we definitely can chat more about nutrition in at a later, later date episodes. But I think yeah, today we'll just cover stick with.
1: You know what I did, process. though is with what is CrossFit like back in the day when we'd go, you know, what do you do? I'm a CrossFit coach. People were like, what's CrossFit? But now people are like, oh, CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in the middle it was oh, CrossFit, and now it's yep. oh yeah, everybody yep. does it. So yeah. I think that's awesome. Um, what's the purpose then? If I come in here, what? You know, why am I coming in here? What? Mm-hmm. What's the purpose?
0: Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, everybody's goals are individual, like we've discussed before, but mm-hmm. the purpose of the program itself is, it's a performance-based program. So we're trying to, we're trying to, in essence, be like the jack of all trades of fitness. Mm-hmm. So we, we're not necessarily going to be the strongest or have the best endurance or be the best gymnast per se, um, but we're going to be the most well-rounded to be the most broad right. overall fit, healthy person, Yeah, which is... Sort of going to serve us for our health and for our life, yeah. Um, and on that, uh, CrossFit actually when, when CrossFit came about back in the day, there were it actually started with who is the fittest athlete, right? We're trying to find out like yeah. who's the fittest, and there was no real good definition of fitness. Mm-hmm. If we want to figure out who is the fittest, then what is fitness? Yeah. Uh, and there was a whole bunch of I guess different different stuff within the fitness industry, but nothing really tangible. So CrossFit actually came up with their own uh, their own model of fitness, mm-hmm. and there's a whole bunch of different things. But one, when we're talking about being a well-rounded athlete, mm-hmm. is there's ten general physical skills. Those being cardiovascular endurance, stamina, strength, flexibility, power, speed, coordination, agility, balance, and accuracy.
1: You're taking me back to my level one now, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: level one. Yeah. So it's kind of like we really, really. Looking to be the most well rounded athlete. Yeah. And the methods that we use for those is in the basics, we're looking at the Olympic weightlifting and, and maybe powerlifting, yeah. so barbell work for absolute strength. We're looking at gymnastics for relative strength and body control. Mm-hmm. And then we, all of the run, row, swim, jump, right, the conditioning stuff yeah. for that endurance. And if we look at those three as sports and think about who's the most well rounded athlete, we know that we're never going to, as a CrossFitter, beat the gymnast at their sport, Right. but that's not our goal. We are never going to beat the Olympic weightlifter at their sport, although uh, now there are some athletes doing pretty good now. Yeah. Um, but generally, you know, we're thinking that we're going to be a better weightlifter than the gymnast. Right. We're going to be better at track and field than the gymnast we're gonna be a better gymnast than the weightlifter, right? Mm-hmm. So all around, um, we have this very broad sense of fitness and that's gonna keep us healthy and, and like I said, serve us for the functionality of our life, whether that's your job, you know, special uh, special services sort of thing or mum yeah. or dad or a healthy person that wants to run around and have the energy to go and run up mountains and surf and do all the things we were made to do.
1: I love that too when you see around the gym here, like you've got people that like to go out and hike mountains on the weekends or we've got, you know, different sports people or just the mums that are coming in and going, I just want to be sociable and get a bit fitter each time I come in, mm-hmm. which is really awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to be more awesome at life. You know I got better at throwing balls since doing CrossFit, I always had terrible aim and so that accuracy piece I think definitely came in, Yeah, I, right. yeah, I got, got better aim. I don't know. It's, warbles. So weird. it's weird. Warbles. Oh, yeah. yeah, probably. I yeah. thought about it. I'm like, accuracy, probably Maybe <laughs> I just got more awesome. Um, so how are we delivering it? You've got, yeah, you, let me know. Yeah. How, how, how am I going to get there? So I'm going to be more fit. I'm going to live longer. Mm-hmm. How do I get there? So
0: in the simple way, uh, the simple breakdown that is the way we deliver it, at least here, is group coaching. So people come in, we coach them, and as a coach, we guide them through what is... CrossFit journey, but what is what fitness is to that person, right? So again, I'm going to throw out some CrossFit terminology and I'm going to translate it uh, for everyone who is not in that world. Um, But I guess, again, what we're aiming for, like we said, is we want increased fitness Mm -hmm. forever. We want to consistently progress. Um, We talked about those 10 components of fitness. The way that we, or our methodology, right, is we're looking for constantly varied high intensity functional movement. So that's the the terminology. Mm-hmm. And then to translate that, constantly varied is we're, we're getting variety in the routine, right? Mm-hmm. We're constantly giving our body new stimulus to adapt to. Yeah. So we're not sort of stagnant in the same old. The high intensity piece, um, or oh, pardon me, I'm gonna come back to the, the functional movement, <laughs> right? So the, the functional movement the is, functional movement, yeah. is Movements that will serve us for our life. So we think of movement patterns, those big multi-joint movements, whether it's bending down to pick something up, squatting down, pressing something overhead, pulling yourself up, mm. crawling, whatever. We're going for large movements that incorporate a lot of a lot of joints, yep. and they mimic the movement that we would need for life. Yeah. Um, and then the last piece, the intensity. That is intensity is important, so that we create enough stress to make it worth our body, you know, recovering and adapting and improving to that new imposed demand. Yeah. The, where the coach comes in is making sure that that stress is appropriate, that we meet the athlete where they are at.
1: Right, so I'm not gonna be trying to keep up with someone that's been doing CrossFit for forever when I've just walked in the doors, is that right? I don't have to go as hard as them? Right. Cool. Why would that serve you? Yeah. Right, so yes, we
0: will do it together, but the point is that you do what you need today and the purpose of that is so you can come back stronger tomorrow. Yeah. Um, if you're a beginner and you come in day one, and we're doing a workout, say Cindy, which is 20 minutes, 15 squats, 10 push-ups, five pull-ups, um, and you do that as a beginner, sure, you might be scaling the movements, which is one thing we do. But even if you get 10 rounds out day one, 150 squats. Yeah. See you in two weeks. Yeah. Exactly. Ever. Exactly. If ever, if exactly. ever, if ever again, again. Yeah. Right. So. We might do something as a coach, we might have that person do something like 20 cows on the bike, 15 squats, 10 push-ups, five pull-ups, We've yeah. just halved their volume, and then,
1: you know. They still get that same stimulus. Yeah,
0: yeah, they get less contractions, it's better, it's better, and that's in terms of how we deliver it, is as coaches, we're looking at all of this methodology, and then how can we put it in context of that individual each day yeah. for their progression.
1: So that's well, So that's group in group training, but really individualized, from from a client perspective, if I've just walked in, yeah, that's good to know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all like they said. We're, we're all the the program. We're all looking for that constant, varied, high intensity functional movement. Mm. Um, everyone and and in terms of those major movement patterns, everybody needs to squat, press, pull, hinge. Yeah. We all need to run. So there's there's not really an exception of those movement patterns. Just the context to the individuals. Um, current capability, and that's mental and physical. Right,
1: yeah, the mental piece is a big part. So you mentioned it was performance-based. What are the benefits of that, but also the downsides? You know, I'm I'm super competitive, Mm -hmm. yeah? Yeah. It's performance-based. What if I come in and blow my head off? What do I, yeah, talk to me about it. (laughs) Yeah, right,
0: so the benefits of the fact that it is a performance-based program, um, there's a few. One is, we are taking our focus off um, what's that saying? A watched kettle never boils. Uh, yeah, a watch yeah, okay. watched yeah. button doesn't boil. Okay, watched button never boils, right. So we're taking our focus off of looking at what most people walk in the door asking for, mm-hmm. which is, I want to feel better, I want to lose weight, I want to... Yeah. Whatever it is, it's, it's generally an aesthetic-based goal. Yeah, I want
1: to yeah, yeah. get more toned. Yeah, I want to get more toned,
0: right. Nothing wrong with that, that's fine. Yeah. That is a byproduct of the process, which is... Good training. Yeah. Okay. And if we're constantly focused on the thing that we don't control specifically, it can become very frustrating. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's, we're, we're kind of looking at the wrong thing. That thing can still improve, but it's just like that saying, you know, it's just, you focus your, all your attention there and it becomes a very, um, frustrating process. Mm. And it, it, that doesn't inspire us necessarily to work harder right when we focus our attention towards the performance the benefit is we are finding the fun in the process anything that you enjoy yeah. you're going to look forward to you know buy into more you're gonna put more effort in mm-hmm. and then you're gonna get a better result anyway right so that's one is we're finding the fun in the process and then two is if we can measure what we're doing let's say it's performance based if you come into the gym and you do a 500 meter row day one I apologize and <laughs> uh, but you know let's say you get your time and it's it's two minutes and 10 seconds yeah. and then in six months we retest and it's a minute 50 that is an objective improvement in fitness you yeah. know that you are progressing yeah so that's that's a another way that you know we, we can measure our progress based on the performance and we know that our fitness is increasing yeah so it's it's something tangible for us to hold on to and direct our attention at yeah and then when we, we put our attention on the process, the results just take care of themselves and it's far more enjoyable.
1: Yeah, I agree,
0: um, I agree. So I'd say that's, that's the benefit. Mm. Uh, the downside of that is when we are measuring our uh, performance, there's, there's gonna be good days, there's gonna be bad days um, mm. in terms of energy based on other factors outside the gym, sleep, yeah, stress, life, life right? Mm. Um, so getting too hung up on the outcome can become detrimental Yeah. Um, in the sense that if we are measuring our, you know, once you're invested in, you know, once you're bought into and you're invested in the process of the fact that it's performance based and we understand that, yes, I'm going to meet my goals as a byproduct of focusing my attention here, mm. when you are focusing your attention there... That's great, but when that thing, you know, when you have those those days where things, you know, you don't PB something, you don't move forwards or you just hit a bit of a wall, uh, yeah, the process can become frustrating. And it also sometimes, when we look at testing versus training, mm. right, so testing is, we are, it's a test and the purpose of this thing is to go all out, to get a number, to yeah. measure where are we at. Yeah, That's not the same as training. Training is i'm I'm doing some work today so that I will improve and move closer to my goal tomorrow the next day the next day so
1: so that's how we get around that the, that downside the, yeah definitely
0: yeah. like the programming itself we focus a lot on training mm-hmm. and we test not that frequently mm, I've the test, that. yeah the, the tests are definitely in there because we want to measure our progress but we know that we don't necessarily improve through testing. We yeah. improve through training. Yeah. Um, and in terms of the mental aspect of that, if we are thinking about uh, testing, and if if we test too often, and if our attention is on always trying to push each day, we can start cutting corners mm-hmm. and not doing the things that actually help us improve. Yeah. But right? There's, you know, we talked about the ten components of fitness. Some of those were the, you know, coordination, balance. Things like that, where you can only develop those skills submaximally, meaning not with the most amount of weight, not pushing your hardest and fastest. Yeah. And the most value and benefit and improvement we'll actually get is working within our capacity, and building this big base to continually improve over time.
1: Like trying to get a muscle up when you don't have a pull up or a strict dip, or any. yeah Yeah, exactly just swing around on the rings and try and get yeah Yeah,
0: exactly so (laughs) so what is yeah you you would ask yourself like what is the purpose there are we just launching ourselves up and over those rings because Mm. you know we're excited and we're keen to get that muscle up and Mm. that's great but that ends up making us like we said we're cutting corners how do we spend the time doing the strict pull-ups the strict dips practicing the skill of the transition and then putting that together in a safe you know over time progressive way Mm. Um, so definitely, I think that's that can become um, some of the downside. The other part of the downside of that, it's it's ironically benefit and downside. And I feel like it's maybe a process that everybody goes through. Is talked about being competitive. Mm. Being competitive is awesome because it makes us push. We can be competitive with the person next to us, and we can be competitive. We can really, really try to beat them, and. And push each other, but we know that um, at the end of the day, if we are comparing our, our if we're judging ourselves based on the outcome of our performance, mm-hmm. that is a slippery slope. Mm, if, you, if you don't beat that person, are you now inferior to them? Yeah. If you do beat them, are you superior? Right. No. no. Both are incorrect, and both would be the wrong side of ego within yeah. training. Yes, use them to push you. Yes, work your hardest. And regardless of who comes out on top in that workout, you completely respect each other and be grateful for, that they were there to push you for your best effort. Yeah. And you know that if what you can control is your effort, your attitude, and those things are going to be the things that push you forwards yeah. and remain humble in the process, then your happiness... And your um, yeah, you know, your ability to, to keep your head on your shoulders within mm. training is in your control. Yeah. Because it's not based on whether the person next to you is better or not. Because you know, it doesn't matter if that's how you're judging yourself. There will always be someone better. Yeah. So you know, that's, that's the, the benefit of that is when you do get to that point where you're trying to be competitive, that's great. Um, it gives us the opportunity to exercise humility. In the sense that, yeah, we, you know, we get the benefit of that push yeah. and you can experience, if you want to call it failure in your mind, if you even view it that way. Yeah.
1: I like getting my ass handed to me occasionally. I think it's a, yeah, it's, it's it, it, I, I enjoy that knowing okay. that, yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, well. It's someone there that's, got that's to do helping some, got to do you push better. Yeah. right? Yeah.
0: And at the same time, ironically, nobody gives a shit what the weight on the bar is next to you. No. Like literally not one person cares or even honestly notices mm. you're we, we're here to support each other in in like I said that the motivation of that push but um in terms of judgment we are here for ourselves, and our goal is to be better tomorrow yeah. and sometimes like we said that means using less weight and not going as fast mm-hmm. so yeah I, I guess that's within context of this gym the culture yeah, this gym in, this culture the, is the culture and that I think that's that's special is absolutely is, yeah we're here for each other but our goals are our own and and the purpose is to continually progress
1: over yep. time yeah
0: yeah awesome cool
1: so where do i sign up yeah <laughs> uh
0: yeah i think that's i think that's a a pretty pretty good wrap guess the last thing in terms of what is crossfit and the the ultimate long-term goal is um mm. i'm going to throw one last piece of CrossFit jargon. Out and <laughs> the, the last piece is we, we are looking for increased work capacity across broad time and, and modal demands. Right. So, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, right. So increased work capacity. We think about everything that we've already talked about: the weightlifting, the gymnastics, the, the, the uh, conditioning, and we just want to increase our capacity to do those things. Right. Literally that. Right. Increased work capacity. Can you continue to do more? across broad time that means we're looking at I guess you can take that two ways macro continually improving forever but the other the other side of that is are you can you explode can you sprint with a sled for 10 seconds can you sprint with your your own body for 10 seconds Mm -hmm. can you lift a really heavy barbell can you run for 10 kilometers yeah right so broad time is we're good at 10 second time frame we're good at 2 hour time frame yeah um, with all of those different components, and domains.
1: Motor domains <laughs> um,
0: is, is all of the different types of things, right? So right. whether that's is are you using a sled, are you using a barbell, are you controlling your own body weight, are you running up a mountain, are you climbing a rope? Yeah. Um, so it's sort of like we yeah we're looking to continually improve through all capacity, through all time domains with lots of different things.
1: So we can't clock CrossFit and be, become the best forever. And... We can't, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's the goal, yeah. right? Beat everyone and beat... everything forever, forever. Right? Is that too much to ask? No. Geez. Uh,
0: yeah, can't, cannot beat CrossFit. And that's, um, I think that's the beauty. It's like we said in the last one, we've both been going for about 11 years. Yeah. There's still stuff, so much stuff that I can't do. Yeah. There's so much challenge and that's what keeps it exciting. Yep, if, agreed. If if you finish, then it'll be time to move on to something else. Yeah, something challenging. But, uh, mm. Yeah, the challenge continues.
1: Mm. And the podcast will continue. podcast will continue. I think that's a wrap. Right, see you next week. See you then.